for the first time in five years, Wyoming is on the losing end of the border war. Hey everyone, welcome into this Rapid Reaction Pokescast, a production of the Casper Star Tribune and Pokes Authority. I am Davis Potter, Wyoming beat writer for the Star Tribune. Colorado State 34, Wyoming 24, snapping the Cowboys' four-game winning streak in the Border War series uh, in a game where Wyoming had to play catch-up from the get-go. Levi Williams throws a pick-six on Wyoming's third offensive play and then fumbles on Wyoming's second possession. And before you can blink, just about, uh, Wyoming is facing a 14-0 deficit. Uh, The Cowboys did not go quietly. Chipped away at that deficit, trailed 24-14 at the half, and cut it to one score a couple different times in the second half, but just could not get enough stops uh, to finish off their comeback attempt. So the Cowboys have now lost two of their first three games, and really the most alarming thing so far, you know, through these first three weeks is is these slow starts. I mean, Wyoming's got to get this fixed, Um, because even the win over Hawaii last week, you know, as much as they dominated on the stat sheet, only 10 points, that first half against Hawaii, and, and only had a three-point lead before they turned it on the second half, but trailed by 22 points at Nevada, and then obviously trailed by, by 14 early in, in this game against Colorado State and a couple different times in the game. Um, and obviously the most glaring thing in this one is obviously the, the, the two turnovers there early. Uh, you know, you, one of them is, it results in immediate points, and then uh, you know Colorado State, uh, after the fumble, um, you know, scores on a 29-yard uh, touchdown to Trey McBride on the very next snap. But it's not just the turnovers in these games. I mean, it, this was a very odd-looking game for Wyoming from the start. You had Wyoming not knowing what personnel was supposed to be on the field. Um, looked like a bunch of miscommunication guys running in and out. They had to burn two timeouts early in the first half just to get on the same page. And at one point, I thought steam was going to start coming out of Craig Bowl's ears. I mean, he was livid with what was going on. Just seemed like they were just out of sorts, out of rhythm from from the very beginning. Uh, turnovers notwithstanding, um, you know, they lose the turnover margin, minus two in that department. They commit eight penalties, uh, and some at really crucial times. Uh, there was one there, uh, you know, the, on Wyoming, I think their first possession of the second half, you know, after the freshman receiver Isaiah Nair, Nair caught a 33-yard pass, and then he gets flagged for unsportsmanlike conduct for, for spinning the ball, which I thought was sort of ridiculous. But, um, you know, they end up getting backed up um, on that drive and ultimately lose lose the possession at midfield on a botched punt attempt. And then this Wyoming defense also – continues to, to, to show some vulnerabilities, particularly in the secondary. Uh, a lot of blown coverages, guys running free on the back end. I mentioned the touchdown to, to Trey McBride. You knew coming to this game, if you're Wyoming, you know, a lot of their players, and, and even Craig Bowl talked about, you know, we've, we've got to be able to know where Dante Wright and Trey McBride, two most dangerous pass catchers on that roster, got to know where they are. And yet those two by themselves combined for 15 catches. Trey McBride catches two touchdown passes, and um, he was pretty much wide open on both of them. You know, it's one thing for one of the best tight ends in the country to to make a contested catch against tight coverage. It's another thing for him to be to run wide open down the seam or, or wide open on the sideline and nobody be within 10 yards of him. And that's essentially what happened on both of his touchdowns. So just a lot of blown assignments, a lot of mental mistakes that this team – um, it has to get corrected. Now, 
if you're looking for a silver lining in this game, and I wrote about this uh, afterward, um, I think it is the performance of this offense once it got out of its own way. Um, you know, Wyoming had 30 yards out to the first quarter and ends up with more than 460 yards of offense, primarily through the passing game. Obviously, there's been a lot of angst about uh, being able to, to be more efficient and be more balanced and, and, and be more multidimensional on this offense. It was a, a huge emphasis for Wyoming in, during camp. And Levi Williams bounces back from those two early turnovers and has one of, if not his most impressive performance of his young career to this point. Um, you could throw last year's bowl game in that conversation too, but Levi Williams finishes 19th for 31, so completes almost 62% of his passes for a career-high 321 yards. And the most impressive thing about it was it was on a night when Wyoming absolutely had to have it, not just because of the early deficit, but because Colorado State really hemmed up Wyoming's run game, limited the Cowboys to three yards of carry on a night where Wyoming played without two starters on the offensive line and Logan Harris and Rudy Stouffer, um, who did not make the trip for undisclosed reasons. Uh, Craig Bowl was asked about it after the game and basically gave the old, you know, we're going to play with who we've got available line, so um, make of that what you will. But Colorado State's defensive front really controlled the line of scrimmage for most of that game. Uh, 14 tackles for loss for Colorado State. Got to Levi Williams for six sacks. Yet, despite being under duress for most of the night, Levi Williams hung in there after that you know rough start where it would have been easy maybe to, to be down on himself, you know, play a little more timid after that. Um, didn't do it. Um, again, you know, 321 yards on 19 attempts, which tells you that this offense was, was not only efficient in the passing game, but it was explosive, a lot of big plays uh, down the field. Uh, Aiden Eberhardt, senior wide receiver, uh, with a career game for him, seven catches for more than 130 yards. He caught uh, Wyoming the longest pass tonight at 56 yards, but they had uh, 11 pass plays of 15 yards or more, and four of those were at least 30 yards down the field. That's obviously been something that's been missing from this Wyoming offense for the last couple of years, and if Wyoming had been facing a 17 nothing deficit the way they were Thursday night last year, or even back in 2018, you probably would have said, you know, this game's over. I mean, Colorado State's about to run away with it just because this is an offense that is not normally built to come from behind. And, you know, Wyoming comes back, scores two touchdowns uh, in the first half to at least keep them in the game in the first half and cut it to only a touchdown deficit a couple of different times there in the second half. But it seemed like every time... Wyoming made a push, Colorado State immediately responded. There were three times in that game where Colorado State scored on the next possession after Wyoming got points. And that was just a backbreaker, and particularly the very end of that game. And particularly after Wyoming's last touchdown, uh, Colorado State very methodical, 11-play, 46-yard drive that ate up more than five minutes of clock. But this offense at least showed that it's capable of getting Wyoming back in games. It's not necessarily over, you know, if a team goes up by two or three scores, as has been the case the last couple of years, or at least it's felt that way. So that's, that's a performance that this offense, and particularly this passing game, I think you can build on and, and, and give Levi and, and these receivers a lot of confidence. 
but there, there's still some else I got to work on. Uh, third down in particular tonight was was not good. Um, you know, the, the, some of the big plays they hit in the passing game really helped mask that. Uh, Wyoming finished four for 14 on third down. Uh, that's just not going to get it done. But again, a, a lot of that was because Colorado State kept Wyoming behind the chains for most of the night uh, with, with just the, the way they sort of dominated the line of scrimmage up front was something you don't say a whole lot when you talk about a Wyoming team, but some of the key personnel they were missing up front, I mean, again, 14 tackles for loss. Um, they sort of lived in Wyoming's backfield and, and forced a lot of second and third longs, and it made for a long night in that department. But the bottom line is Wyoming has to start executing better early in these games uh, so that they're not facing these huge deficits out of the gate. It's hard to beat anybody uh, you know, when you're when you're down two or three scores uh, after the first few minutes, uh, so their next chance to uh, try to get back on the right track will be next Saturday against Air Force. At least is scheduled for next Saturday against Air Force. If you haven't heard, uh, Air Force's game against Army this weekend is canceled because the Falcons are dealing with some COVID issues. Now, what that means in terms of, of, of quarantines and, and contact tracing and how long you know the, the Falcons may be dealing with that, I, I don't know. I know there are reports out Thursday that the Air Force is not practicing right now, so obviously that's a situation worth monitoring. But uh, assuming that game is played next Saturday, uh, it, it is a massive win for Wyoming because, because another consequence of this loss to Colorado State is that Wyoming doesn't have any more room for error in terms of, of, of contending for a Mount West championship. Because you know, this is a team that had those aspirations coming into this season. Obviously, you're playing the condensed conference-only schedule. You've, you've lost two of your first three games. Uh, you're probably not going to be able to lose another one if you want any chance of having one of the two best records in the league to get in the Mount West championship game. Now, it, it may be a long it's, – it's a long shot anyway probably at this point. Because there are a lot of teams that are still that are in front of Wyoming in the conference standings, still four undefeated teams in the Mountain West. So you got to start getting on a roll if you're Wyoming, and, and hope some of these other teams that are ahead of you in the conference standings start to uh, drop some games. But again, Wyoming's next game will be next Saturday against Air Force as of now. But I'll go ahead and wrap it up there. Um, one score, one other score today in the Mountain West. Nevada beats Utah State, so they moved to 3-0 on the season. A full slate of games this weekend, including an, an intriguing game between Boise State and BYU. That game will be played in Boise on Friday night. Please be sure to check out trip.com and pokesauthority.com for all of our post-game coverage. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Pokes Authority. You can follow me on Twitter at Davis E. Potter. I appreciate all of you for listening, and I will catch up with you again next week.